ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Dying Time is here. That's right, we're talking about the season, if not the series finale of Hannibal on Dish by Dish. Greetings and salutations, internet. It's your old pal Patrick Hamilton coming to you once again from the Baltimore Institute for the Criminally Insane, perhaps for the last time for Dish by Dish. Anyways, uh, this is Dish by Dish. We, we talk about Hannibal. And of course, there's only one person I trust to help me team up against what appears to be a very blood-filled serial killer at a mid-century modern house by the sea. The one, the only, Gina Radcliffe. How are you doing today, Gina? I'm just sitting around with a five-inch knife in my face, just, you know... <laughs> Chilling, man. This this show loves to stick knives and faces. Unkillable characters. <laughs> Just unfucking believable. I mean, for a while there, there's like an an absence of like horrific gore in the series, and then the last two episodes, they're like, we've been saving up the FX budget. Hold on a second. <laughs> Oh, good. The corn, the corn seer trucks come in. <laughs> All right. It was, it was held up at the port and now it's here and everything can spill. Um, <laughs> this, of course, is the series and season finale of Hannibal. Um, and so let's talk about the episode itself and then, you know, reminisce uh, about it, it as a whole. Uh, but we're going to start off. Uh, with Reba trapped inside of uh, Francis's house, and she immediately fails the don't run away from a serial killer test. Yeah, she's just like, yeah, I'm just not going to listen to you. <laughs> you know, uh, I have an opportunity and I'm just going to take it. But of course, it's kind of all a part of Francis's plan. Uh, Francis laments that he can't trust Reba, nor let the dragon have his way with her. So what does he do? I'm sorry, what does he do? He dumps a bunch of gasoline on the floor, establishes that he has a, the key to the front door lock around his neck, and apparently blows his own head off with a shotgun. And if you find that a bit convenient for the cold open of the show, I would listen to that voice. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I you know, just like, sir, whatever you want, I, I will make you a sandwich, I will give you a shoulder <laughs> rub, just tell me what you need. Yeah, he does find a way to give Reba dignity uh, and not sacrifice her to the dragon. Like, he shows that level of humanity. He is, essentially, he is he has grown. And he, not only in the sense of, that he's become the red dragon, but he's also grown a little bit as a human being. And it, it kind of shows here. And also, we get to see the remnants of a head with an empty... Big hole in it. It's like uh, uh, was that uh, the Quick and the Dead? Yeah, um, where where they the uh, the shootout and like Keith David has like a hole the size of a pie plate going right through his head with like some Looney Tunes shit. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Um, and uh, we we're not left in in suspense for very long because uh, Will goes back to his motel. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. 
we have seen this motel before. Is this not the same motel where the guy stripped pieces of flesh off of people's backs and made angels out of them? I believe it is. Yeah, where he would see like the, the, the flames coming off of people's heads and all. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I this think motel so. has seen some fucking shit. <laughs> and Will's yeah. like, "Well, I need a place to stay. It's as good as any." They've got. They've got. They've got cable. <laughs> got a pool. And they have access to FBI agents who are being hunted by serial killers. So Will walks into the room and Francis is like, hey, yo, I got a gun trained on you. Uh, I'm going to just knock you out, wake you up, and we're going to have a little conversation. And the conversation is like, should I kill you or should I kill Hannibal? And Will's like, ooh, 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 would you do me a faves? Would you kill Hannibal because I am clinically unable to do that? (laughs) Because you see, I love him. (laughs) I love him. He loves me. It is a very bad relationship, but the sex is so good. And by sex, I mean stabbing people. So (laughs) you can stab him real hard so that he doesn't get up anymore. I could have, I could go back to my other life and that would be uh, really awesome. And he shares this plan with Bedelia who tells him, you've done, do you remember when you did this before and it didn't work out? You're fucking doing it again. This is a bad plan and you're a bad person for coming up with it. He's like, I don't know. I, I think it'll work out this time. And he's all just like, and he's all like, you know, oh, well, you're just worried he's going to come and kill you. It's like, well, that's a pretty valid <laughs> worry, Will. I mean, honestly. And so he goes to Jack. He's like, hey, man, I think what we have to do is just make Hannibal a target. And it'll be too much for Francis to, you know, possibly resist. We'll make it seem like I broke him out of jail. And then Francis just mercs all these fucking cops that are surrounding their transport these fbi agents and again bully for hannibal for making me think for a split second oh no that innocent cop has been killed yeah but again it's like okay you've got more people killed with this plan how many people how much collateral damage has occurred because of the, the, you know, the FBI's desire to catch this one person. <laughs> well, they sacrificed enough lives to get Hannibal in jail. And then they're like, well, the only solution is to let him back out. It's like, no, there's got to be a better. Well, basically, way. it's like, oh, well, you know, you know maybe, maybe he'll kill Francis. And then, you know what? Maybe as a bonus, we can kill him, too. And then we don't have to worry about him anymore. Right. <laughs> it's going to be really hard to do the paperwork on that, Jack. Yeah. It really is going to be difficult to justify in your T90 reports that you have to file on triplicate. But um, they, you know, not only does Francis just shoot everyone else, but he just like fucking takes off. And Hannibal, who's suddenly released from all of his straps from his rumble tumble in that van, you know, takes off uh, his stuff. It's like, all right. Uh, he's definitely not coming back here to kill me. So we better go someplace else. And so Hannibal takes Will to his mid-century mod uh, bungalow by the ocean uh, over a cliff. 
and's like, well, you know, I came out here with so-and-so and this person and that person, but it's the first time I've been here with you. And he, he go, hard goes eyes, off hard to, eyes. <laughs> and then goes off to, you know, change into a turtleneck and grab a bottle of wine. And he, he doesn't even get to drink any wine. It's, I feel a little sorry for him. He's been he's been locked away for a while. He probably wanted at least a sip of that wine before taking a shot through the gut. I'm sure it's good wine. Only the best. Only the best. Uh, and so we do get a uh, callback to Francis Dollarhide. I guess in Manhunter, it's Will who jumps through the window. It is not Francis. It- Yes, that's correct. Yeah, it is. Yes. It is. And no one, no one's playing Inagata Devita, unfortunately. Right, which I think is a mistake. I think a classical version of Inagata Devita would have gone great here. Can I, can I tell you a cool thing? Um, sure. When I saw, I, I, I know I've mentioned before that I went to a screening some years ago of Manhunter, and mm-hmm. um, Tom Noonan was there, uh, mm-hmm. and did a little Q and A afterwards, and he said that um, when they shot that scene that uh, Michael Mann on the set actually blasted Inagata Davida to make the whole thing disorienting to the actors. Right. It was so loud. <laughs> and I was just like, oh man, that's cinema, baby. <laughs> it's so blue. It's so full of this one rock song. It's great. Um, so yeah, uh, he takes a shot to the gut and then Will's like, oh, you know what I'm great at? You know what I've historically been perfect at? Getting the drop on serial killers. So, of course, he does it. And Francis fucking buries a knife into his face. In his face. And this knife is like five inches long. So that's that's hitting somewhere that he needs. <laughs> yeah, no. You know, it's it's either like hitting his eye or his brain or something. But now he just like, yeah, this again? <laughs> just, Come on. Just yanks it out like you'd pull a fucking splinter out of your finger. And you know, he does stab uh Francis a couple times, but he's always like going for the the side or the kidneys or the like he needs to he really needs to do more damage. He needs to do more slashing. And so uh, he's pretty much losing this fight until Hannibal decides, you know what? Uh, I uh, Bygones, I got to get in this fight. <laughs> he just jumps on Francis's back. And he, of course, loses him like a sack of potatoes. And he just happens to land next to a hatchet. And it's like, is this fucking Crystal Lake? Are there just loose hatchets by the sea cliffs? I mean, one could say that this is the three-way that Hannibal has always dreamed of with Will. Mm, mm, very, very true. And yeah, these people are fucking pincushions from this moment on. It's I stab you, you stab me. And for some reason, no one just goes, all right, that's enough stabbing. I'm just going to die here. But finally, the only thing that really puts Francis down is that Hannibal jumps on his back and tears out a piece of his throat with his teeth and Will carves open his belly uh, and spills his guts, quite literally. And so uh, Francis falls to the ground, the blood pouring out of him, forming his final set of red dragon wings. And 
Will, and Hannibal embrace as only they can, knowing that there's really no place to go from here except the fucking Atlantic Ocean. (laughs) I love you. I do not care for you. (laughs) (laughs) This is weird. (laughs) And so... They love each other. They embrace the way they have sex is stabbing. And then they fall to their quote unquote deaths. Question mark. Question mark. I, I, I hope, you know, controversial statement. I hope so. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's just, I, I, let's just fucking get into it, Gina, yeah. because I've thought about this a lot and I hadn't rewatched this in a while. And I just feel like the media environment, not for the better, has changed quite a bit in the last couple of years. And the idea that you could just pick up Hannibal and it would be an easy get for you, where you'd get a lot of press, a lot of critical good press. I think it's just, it's too hard these days to actually do this. I don't think Hannibal, and I say this out loud, knowing how often I have been proven wrong. So if I'm if I'm proven wrong here, I'm happy for it. I don't see Hannibal coming back. I don't want it to come back. I I I I I, I want them to be dead because yeah. I I don't want to know what sort of extremely contrived you know circumstances would make these characters still alive. And right, and yeah. this seems to be a natural conclusion because this is what they wanted. They yes. are they they are you know walking hand in hand into hell together. This is this yeah. is this is this is what they wanted. There's no reason for them to come back and keep playing this, you know, forbidden romance thing. It do, it doesn't make. They're any finally sense. together. They are finally right. together. Yes, uh, and you know, it, it just, I, I just, I, I, I feel like it closes a loop and. It's not that I wouldn't enjoy it coming back, but I have to feel that it's you paint yourself into quite a fucking corner here. And this is much more of a corner than season two. Season two, you're showing everyone like still barely holding on to life, not pitched over a cliffside into the ocean and the jagged rocks below. That that just feels very final. Put a period on the end of it. It just does. Yeah. I, I, like I said, I don't, you know, I, I don't, I wouldn't want to know what lengths they would go to, to suggest how either of them managed to survive this. Yeah. Uh, and considering how we've both sort of said that the sort of red dragon of it all, as much as I enjoyed it, is perhaps the weakest arc of Hannibal in total. If I just don't see them getting their hands on uh, Silence of the Lambs as being a solution to their problems. I'm not entirely confident that remixing that in a way would work the way Hannibal has worked up until this moment. Are, are you going to do the show without Will? Uh, you know, how again, how did Hannibal survive? Like, there's a lot of questions at at hand here. And there's also the thing of would, would silence of the lambs work 
today, given the content of that story, it's, it's something that haunted the director of the original film so much that he openly regretted doing it, even though it won him an Oscar. Yeah, you, you read my mind. I was going to bring up that, that I think they would have to tread so lightly on with the character of the Jane Gum that it, it, at a certain point it would just be, they would have to just do a whole new thing. And then it becomes like, yeah. okay, well, then why are we doing this? Yes. And if it were to, you know, there are elements that I sort of miss from how the show develops from that sort of case of the week format with a, with a through line that you catch to these longer arcs. To me, I feel like the show was at its peak when it was doing short arcs or episodes of the week. That's where I really loved the show was the crazy cases they would catch. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think I think season one for 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 pure, you know, you know, shock. The season one is probably you know when it was at its peak, mm-hmm. and then you know then season three it kind of took a more philosophical turn. Yeah, and and I'm not saying it didn't work. I'm just saying it it didn't move me as much. Yes, yeah, it, it my expectations are sli- are created in a slightly different way. Uh, based on on and I think it's a worthy experiment to uh, go through Red Dragon with characters that you already know. Like I think that's a worthy experiment. And like I said a couple of weeks back, if you watch this just as a uh, a binge, I think it works a lot better than <laughs> than watching it episode by episode, which is I think something we learned after doing. Uh, uh, Friday the 13th movies for two and a half years. It, 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 um, it increments, it increments according <laughs> to, to, you know, how many people got killed at the time. Yes. Yeah. Where we were towards the end, we drove each other insane trying to cover it. Um, you know, it, it made great podcasting and I still stand by the idea, but I think you just get a little, I think it works a little bit better when it's all smushed together. And I think for a lot of people, they came to Hannibal not through the NBCification of it all, but by watching it when it when it uh, came to the first version of Netflix streaming, when right. it came to to whatever streaming platform you found it on. Like that ultimately is how this last season works best. If you take it in two big chunks, I think it works a lot better. I still feel that one and two just have it together. And ultimately they were going to have to answer the question, how does the show continue with a, with a, you know, a cannibal whom you know is a cannibal. It, it just, it was always a, a sticky wicket in terms of the show's existence. And for a long time, it walks that tightrope and here it kind of fumbles. But then again, the last two episodes are a lot of fun to watch. Oh, they absolutely are. And and I think that, you know, even though it's not my favorite part of the series, I, I think it still does justice to the storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you can't really compare it to Manhunter because even though it, it exists in the same universe and features a lot of similarities, there's such different styles right. that you, it's, it's, you know, it's apples and oranges. You can't really compare one to the other um yeah, they're their own animals 
Yeah, I just, but I just think it 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 works better as you're right, like one you know fluid story. Yeah, uh, and so you know, are, do we have any final parting thoughts for our time with Hannibal? It's been three years talking uh, about this show, and I think time well spent because I can't think of another horror-related show that's had a bigger impact on my view of the genre on whole. And I've really grown to love these characters, frustrated by them at points, but also I love them dearly. Yeah, I I, I like that all of these characters, you know, started out as, as you know, well-meaning, but, you know, probably a little too arrogant and, and, and you know, and again, my, I keep coming back to you know, the, the idea that they, everyone thinks that they're smarter than everyone else. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, they are basically turned into monsters through this, through yeah. this situation. And, and, you know, the question is, is whether, whether they felt like any, any of it, you know, any of the, uh, you know, the, the, the ends justified the means, mm-hmm. you know, like, like, you know, some characters like, like Alana, she kind of remains a cipher to the end. You know the last yeah. the, the last we see of her, you know she's she's taken off with uh, uh, Margot and their kid, who uh, is somehow much older than I would have expected. Yeah, it appears to be a five year old. Yeah, so when, when it's like when, when you know he should be maybe around two, but yeah, you know the, like, I mean yeah. that's entirely possible that that was on purpose because again they kind of fuck around with you know space sure. and time here. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But like you know we don't really you know she. You, she gets little, you know, you know, guilt frowns sometimes, but also, you know, she's pretty, she's pretty cold in her own way too. Yeah. And I like that she, in a way, like gets to take off from the situation because she had her peace. She said, this is a bad idea. You guys are going down the wrong road. I, I, I am the one who holds the keys to him getting out and I'm not going to be responsible for letting him loose. If you're going to do it, you are. And now that I'm married to a very rich person, I'm going to take off. Right. <laughs> I'm not going to be involved in this shit anymore. And she leaves on a helicopter. And, uh, you know, we've said it once. We'll say it again. Good for her. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so it's just, you know, it's a, it's it's a whole interesting experiment in, in you know, what happens when you keep backing people into corners yeah. you know how how e- you know how easily they could go you know, give up their morals and and commit these horrible acts because you know you've convinced them that it's the right thing to do in the situation yeah and the question of what what does it actually mean to be empathetic which which i you know is of course is is will's downfall is you know everybody should be empathetic to us, to us, to a certain extent, right. you know, it, it is how we, you know, are, are human beings. It is how we, we develop compassion for other people by being able to put ourselves in the shoes of other people. But when you are able to do that with, uh, you know, murderers and cannibals <laughs> and, and, you know, child killers, it, it's, it, I can't imagine it can do anything else but but melt your brain after a certain point right yeah 
yes, you you're going through the meat grinder. How do you not become meat yourself? It's it just. Um, I mean, and really, the 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 person who whose morals are the most questionable at the end of all this is Jack. Yeah, because he you know several times over puts this man that he knows to be extremely mentally fragile you in the situation where we have to rely on you to stop this serial killer. Right. You know, you yeah. have to get inside of his brain and understand all the horrible things that he's thinking and all the horrible things that he wants to do to people. So that can help us catch him. Jack, find a psychiatrist to do this <laughs> for you. That is their job. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah! It's a, uh, it's a toughie. He's not left in a good position. It, it doesn't speak well for his character at all. No, um, whereas whereas the the Jack Crawford of the books and the movies were just like you know, I really don't want to do this, but you know, this is the only way. Whereas Jack's like, yeah, you're gonna fucking do it. Like you might as well sew handles onto your back because I'm throwing you into this. Yeah, you know, you either you do it or you're going to be personally responsible for you know all these you know families' deaths. It's like no, he will not be <laughs> responsible for those deaths. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And of course, we would be remiss if we did not discuss the after credits, which finds Bedelia ready for dinner, literally. Because we pan down and discover that dinner is one of her legs and she's sitting across the table from an empty chair. So who prepared her leg? Did she do that? Or or is this in the future? Well, uh, I, I can't remember when when the show, when the season ended. Yeah. Were they expecting to come back, or was this was this the end of the end? I I, I, think, I don't remember. I think they prepare. I think it's the same thing with season two. You go out with the biggest possible bang you possibly can, and you you put yourself in, you paint yourself into a corner, and then the goal is I can find my way out of it. I did it the last two times. I can do it here. And here's a teaser to say you don't know the solution to this, but I can come up with one. Hmm. So, okay, so I, it, it kind of leaves the window slightly open for, yes. for a fourth season. Yes. Like, you know, it doesn't, it, you know, it doesn't have to be Hannibal necessarily. That, it uh, doesn't, or it could be Hannibal, or Bedelia could have done it to herself and she's the new Hannibal. I, there's a lot of possibilities. And if, if someone out there has a theory, please let us know uh, on any of our socials what that might be for you. Um, but yes, um, there, there are threads that you could pick up. Um, and I don't ever, you know, want to doubt Brian's ability to work his way out of these things. He's quite adept at it, but you know, it's one of those things where, is this the wish you want fulfilled? I don't know. Like it could be great TV. Who's to say, or, I'm satisfied with what this is because what this is is pretty fucking fun. Yeah, like not all shows have to be brought back. Like I don't know, yeah. did did you watch um, Watchmen? 
Uh, I did watch Watchmen. Yes, I I thought that that I mean it, I I love like good and now to me the ending of Hannibal did not feel ambiguous to me. They they, <laughs> they, they fell off a cliff. They literally yeah. fell off a cliff. You know, and yeah. so I don't I don't really know what to think of this little. I mean, it's not it's like pre like mid credits sequence. Like I I don't know what my what the takeaway should be from that because as far as I'm concerned, the story ended. You know, uh, uh, Alana got away, presumably to safety. Uh, uh, you know, Reba is safe. Shilton somehow, plausibly, is still alive in his little in, a tube. in his little tube. Uh, yeah. And and you know, you know, the e- the evil has been vanquished, and then the other evil has been vanquished. Yeah, it's very well resolved, and so the teaser is but that a teaser to make our brains puzzle. Um, but that's that just about does it for Hannibal. It's bittersweet, but uh, all good things must come to an end. Uh, Josh Hollis does all of our artwork. Uh, Revenge Body does all of our music. Go to revengebodymemphis.com. Uh, at bandcamp.com to find this remix, all of our other remixes and our main themes. It's good stuff. Do it today. Gina, where can people find you on these here internets? I write about movies and television at the school.net. And I am on Twitter under Gina does things. You can yell at me for my opinion that they should not bring Hannibal back. Yeah, sure. Why not? Uh, and, uh, of course you do that through our socials, uh, kill by kill pod on Twitter. We have a Facebook group, uh, kill by kill pod, uh, at, uh, Instagram. We have the, uh, we have the Patreon, uh, where we're doing fun uh, movies on the side and covering the, we're wrapping up our coverage of Halloween commentaries, which have been super fun to do. And of course we have cool things coming for you starting next week listen i i did this with predator so i'm not going to do it again i'm not going to announce what the (laughs) next episode will be but i promise you uh we have very fun things lined up for uh walking into halloween this year and i think everyone's gonna be very happy with what happens if it all goes to plan so fingers crossed everybody because we are really trying to make this spooky season the best one ever here on kill by kill so for myself and for gina the body count will continue bye-bye everybody bye